Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following program is brought to you by the Preferred Home Team. Content is provided for general information only and should not be treated as a substitute for professional advice from your legal or real estate advisors. Welcome to the Real Estate Radio Hour, a forum of ideas, plans, and expert advice on all things real estate. Andy Prasky with Remax Advantage Plus was named Super Agent by Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Chris Rooney of Remax Preferred is a Lakeshore and Luxury Home Specialist. Together they cover the Twin Cities. This combined dynamic duo has sold over 2,000 homes, ranked in the top 1% nationwide, top 10 in the state of Minnesota and still have time to get together every Saturday to talk about real estate. Here's Abby Prasky and Chris Rooney, Denny Law, and the Real Estate Radio Hour. And good morning. Welcome back to this edition of the Real Estate Show here on 830 WCCO. Chris and Andy in studio, and they have a special guest, and we'll uh, hear who that is in uh, just a moment. But as usual, I always like to ask you guys how the week was since we spoke last, yeah. how the week in real estate was. Well, looks like Andy's pretty excited about the new coffee machine here. Oh, my God. Yeah, Andy. we just got a new uh, coffee machine in the kitchen here. At, uh, you know Cicero. how you get excited when a Ferrari drives by on the freeway? Well, you're kind of comparing that I went in that. there to grab a quick cup of coffee, and I'm like, I stopped it in my tracks and started Snapchatting because I was yeah. couldn't believe this machine. It's unbelievable. It, it grinds is. it, shows you a video of what's happening while it's yeah. happening. It was pretty neat. We try to keep him away from the coffee, <laughs> but uh, no, I think we're in trouble. Well, yeah. it took me 20 minutes to get a cup of coffee because I was so enamored with the machine that I stood there, yeah. and, you know. It's pretty fancy. In fact, they were changing oil in it uh, the other day. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is a nice machine. How about the market, Mr. Prasky? How about the market? Well, I tell you what. So, Denny, we're on the front edge of, of what I think is the, the end of summer where we're, people are coming out. We're, we're starting to see bodies in the open houses again. We're starting to see offers coming in on models. Um, we were, like Chris and I were talking about previously, the last couple of months have been a little slower. And now the National Association of... Uh, Home builders came out with a report actually um, from the Census Bureau showing that housing is actually down like 16% for new starts. It's a nine-month low right in that window of what we were talking about. And so it actually did hit us where the the uh, the housing did slow down. But, you know, I think there's a combination of things that happened. Rates jumped up a little bit. There's a lack of, uh, you know, what I call affordable inventory that's out there. And so you really are catering to the higher-end first-time home buyer or, or move-up buyer. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. I think we're starting to see people trickle in again, and, and uh, I think a lot of people really appreciate what they sell their existing house for. You know, they, they uh, then they have the equity there to roll forward to the new purchase. So, what do you think, Chris? Well, I, I don't like hearing that the summer's almost over, end of summer. Is that <laughs> what you said? I think it just started. Really? Yeah, I suppose I mean, it is. Us. Technically, it's July. But yeah, I mean, exactly. And then uh, Lakeshore, I'll tell you, that's one. We just uh, put one on this week. Um, it was over a million dollars, and we got four offers on it. Wow. I mean, so there's, there's again, market segments that are really good. Uh, you'll hear from people that are super busy. They can't find a house. Mm-hmm. But then there's other markets that, that aren't as good. But inventory, obviously, is is 
is the factor in all mm-hmm. of these house sales being down. And I think it's because people are worried about finding that next place right? versus, hey, I got rid of mine, and now what do I do? Well, and I think the market just, Danny, you know, to me, I think the market's just moving a little slower because of the lack of inventory. Sure. So people don't get excited, and there's there's nothing wrong with the economy. There's nothing wrong with people's perspective. They want to buy. They just get fatigued, and they say, you know what, I'm going to do something else for a while. And then when the market, quote, comes back, whatever that means, yeah. um, they'll jump back in. And so I think there's a little bit of that going on. But overall, I think you will see we're going to be flat, if not a little below last year, for total sales for the year. I mean, we're starting to see the trends. And that's okay. That's really okay, guys. All right. I think we're going to heat up a little here, too. I think it's it's going to heat up into the fall, and I think we're going to finish it off with a good year. I mean, we're both real busy mm-hmm. um, getting a lot of stuff out there. So, Well, no, and I, That's I, me. And I get that, though, too. But you know what's interesting, Chris, is like the 24,000 real estate agents that are out there in the Twin Cities market, there's probably a 1,000 of those individuals that are actually what I'd call busy. The rest of them are struggling right now to, to make a living, and it's, it's, a, uh, it's a feast and famine. It's either you have the business or you don't. And so I, I see a lot of these, you know, you know, just like when people call in before and they say, what does it mean when there's a real estate team? Well, what's happening is people are collaborating. They're putting their resources together and they're working for one common goal, which is to sell more houses together. And they'll share like a let's say you're a newer agent to the business and you, you, you just really don't know how to get your start. Sure. And you join somebody like Chris's team. And then Chris has opportunities that would take you years to create on your own. And, you know, so we're seeing a lot more of that where we're seeing, um, I don't want to say consolidation, but you're seeing a lot of that happen where teams seem to be getting bigger and more successful and the individuals um, are just doing a little bit less business because of it. So, And I think our, like, I mean, for my team or group, um, I think what we've, we've tried to create is what people are good at mm-hmm. versus um, having just new agents come in. It's more about, hey, they're really good at this and I'm really right. good at this and kind of... I don't know, just making it uh, a, a real well-rounded team because you can't yeah. possibly be good at everything. everything. Right. And if you are, I mean, you can't do a lot of work. So, so that's a good point. So when you, like somebody joins a team, that, for example, you know, when you, you're an independent agent here, you're an entrepreneur, you are taking on a straight 100% commission position, you have to generate your own business, you have your own overhead, and you're diving in. And so what happens is like a team, for example, like Chris can say, hey, let's manage your overhead costs a little bit. Let's, you know, provide you with, quote, uh, you know, opportunities for listings or opportunities with buyers. Um, we're going to connect you with some of our industry experts that have already been around for years. We're going to, you know, those things that maybe they're not good at yet um, because you have to have about 10 different hats in this business to be successful. So um, that's where the plugging in with somebody else that has that resource already covered, um, I think, is the key. Yeah. So, and by the way, we're hiring Denny. So, <laughs> no, that's good. You are. Can though. you tell? Yeah, but that's good. That's not like a recruiting. But it makes sense, though. It makes sense you use people's talents, what they're good at. Yeah. You know? Well, and that just like being specialized locally, right? I mean, if you're, yes. if you know, uh, not only like South Minneapolis, but you know each neighborhood within South Minneapolis, that's so beneficial for a buyer or a seller because you know the unique benefits of selling that house at a certain time of the year or during a certain event or whatever it is to maximize their return. And, and so, boots on the ground, knowing what's happening, yeah. like right. what's coming on as well. But I think, too, I mean, when you say a lot of people aren't very busy, I think I think in times like this that maybe there's not as much on is that people are looking for, you know, that true expert mm-hmm. in that area. And they're, and they're leaning more that way mm-hmm. versus um, just kind of hiring anyone that's available. Well, I th- kind of like contractors right now. Right. I mean, my gosh. I mean, trying to get a contractor right now is like really, really hard to do. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to comply, Danny. I'm going to, I'm going to like everybody else in the world does, I'm going to get Thumbtack, the app on my phone, and I'm going to look up the local contractor. Three things I've requested, 
nobody bids on. And it's like the contractors are busy. And they say, well, a contractor will contact you. So here's what's happening. Consumers. Nobody just mows the lawn on Saturday. <laughs> if you, I only want the front yard mowed, not the back. <laughs> I can't afford it both. No, I'm, I, you know, I think what I'm saying here is that um, as the markets have changed, the way people shop, Chris, is different. And you and I have experienced this. And so when you're doing business the same way you did business 15 or 20 years ago, which is very noble, good for you, you're slowly putting yourself out of business. And so you have to evolve. Like I always say, put yourself where the eyeballs are. Where are people searching for houses right now? You need to recognize that. Look at that. If they're looking on apps, are they looking on mobile? Is your website even relevant? I mean, are you having a, you know, when you do new listings, what? how do you promote those properties? And I think that a lot of people don't realize that what we do now, even two years ago, didn't even exist, you know? Right. Well, we got a seminar coming up uh, next week on July 26 at 6 mm-hmm. p.m. in Apple Valley. And uh, we're going to Wings uh, Financial, uh, Kristen Saul is our business development coordinator. Okay. We're going to talk about some of the things that we're going to talk about. We're, mm-hmm. we're basically, it's a home helper series. Mm-hmm. And basically, we're going to bring them from the outside to the inside to what additions you can do and then how to position your house correctly, kind of in a four-part series. Cool. But, uh, yeah, we're kind of uh, partnering up uh, to be able to bring that back. So we'll, we'll talk about that uh, in the next segment. How much, I know we have to break here in a minute or so, how much, and you, you guys have talked about photography and videography before, mm-hmm. but the digital, social media, how important, what, what, what's changed in the real estate business as far as that goes? Well, concerned? let me give you one quick tip, and this is just for an example. Let's say that you, Denny, today are a new real estate agent. You open up a business page, for an example, and you put on there a post of a new listing that you have, and you're like, why isn't anybody responding to this? And the algorithms and the way that Facebook does business now has changed. It changes almost monthly to the point of where if you don't boost, just for an example, if you don't boost your own stuff on your own page, your people don't even see what you're posting. Wow. I mean, it's just, it's silly little things like that, that, you know, our IT guys and our tech guys are watching and gals for us that they're making sure that those eyeballs are seeing your materials. And then you, you count and then you can, you know, quantify, Hey, was this a good, you know, uh, commercial or was this a good ad? Did people respond to it? You know, and those are things that you got to pay attention to so that you're doing smart advertising, just advertising, you know. All businesses, including my business, are experiencing those growing pains, too, mm-hmm. as far as uh, Facebook and other social media. I think it, cause it, sure. it changes all the time. It does. You know, and so you got to kind of adapt to it. But I've got some theories on that, which we'll talk about, too. Okay. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll uh, be back with more on the Saturday morning, more real estate show here on 830-WCCO. Stay with us. And welcome back to The Real Estate Show here on 830-WCCO on this uh, Saturday morning. Chris and Andy in studio. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, you guys brought a special guest with you. Yeah, we did. Kristen Saul with uh, Wings Financial Credit Union is here. She's in the real estate business development coordinator. Wow. But was a loan officer for, what, 12 years before that, Kristen? 12 years, yep. Yeah, for 12 years. So she kind of uh, knows all that. And, again, we're uh, teaming up with uh, Wings to do a home helper seminar Starts next, uh, what is the 26th, the Thursday, 6 p.m. We'll give a way in which to be able to sign up for that. Um, but we're going to talk about, like, curb appeal. Sure. You know, with driving down the street, when you turn into that house, what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily for um, people just to come there because, hey, they're thinking about selling. Mm-hmm. It's a way in which to, because we get this all the time, Andy, that people are looking to maybe enjoy some of it before they sell. Everyone 
puts in the granite countertops sure. and that kind of stuff. But it's the same well, with the outside. You know, like just like if you do the kitchen and you're only going to get a seventy percent return on investment, I want to get my thirty percent before I sell it. You know what I mean? And have a little fun with it. Have a couple good parties, show off a little bit, and then you put the house up for sale. Good point. But uh, you know, I know Kristen Wings is always looking to kind of, um, kind of really into the community. And I know when you say Wings, yeah. I always remember that's. I mean, only, pilots are only part of that, right? Of credit unions. It used to be any um, anyone within Northwest Airlines, um, and then from there it spread to um, air transportation, and now actually anyone um, in the Twin Cities or any other state can actually become a member of Wings Financial now. Yeah, and that's not just in Minnesota. No, any state. Yeah, they're in, I mean, you guys are in multiple states, and you have multiple branches, Correct. and growing. Correct. Even more and more. Yeah, that's mm. a, it's, it's an interesting thing. So what does it take to become a, a member with a credit union or Wings in particular? Well, actually now it's uh, probably the easiest it's ever been. Um, anyone, like I said, can become a member. All you have to do is put $5 in a share savings account, and that um, gains your membership through Wings. So mm. like I said, it used to be very specialized, and now it's really open to the public, and um, we've seen our membership thrive throughout that. Does the, the benefit of a credit union, has it changed over the years, too, since the membership maybe is a little easier to get into? Is it is it less exclusive or are there, you know, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Um, no, actually, I think it's, I, we, that was one of the things that our original members were kind of a little bit nervous about when we mm-hmm. did change our parameters. Um, but everything that we did from, you know, way in the beginning to now has really, um, really stayed the same. Uh, we're looking for certain you know, our, our whole goal is to offer the best rates we can, um, the lowest closing costs that we can. Uh, we want to give um, great customer service to all of our members, and really none of that has changed from the get-go. So hmm. uh, we want to make sure that that uh, surpasses from here on out. Well, I think, too, it's education's a big part of what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing homebuyer seminars for a long time, sometimes mm-hmm. some seller stuff, but um, working with us to be able to kind of create this um, – Another home helper series, I think, is uh, another wonderful thing that you guys are bringing to your right. You know, your we clients. started doing home buying seminars monthly, and we I've been doing those for the last four and a half years. The last year and a half, we added um, our home buying seminars were so popular, and our our members I think are just eager for education. So we started the home selling ones about a year and a half ago, and um, we just have great turnouts. And again, we've always thought about doing a series, and um, now. With Chris, uh, we are going to do our first little venture with that, so a four-part series. And again, whether you're looking at buying or selling, it doesn't matter. This can be beneficial to anyone that wants to attend. Well, you, we you would let like. Andy come, too, but we just don't no. let him cross the river. <laughs> I don't come unless there's donuts. Um, the, uh, wait. We do serve food. <laughs> Pizza. You're going to see me with the fake mustache walking in. <laughs> the big fake glasses. Um, no, I'm uh, here for the seminar. Um, no, so, you know, guys, what, I'm, what I like about this is this, is that in a world like we just talked about in the last segment where the world is getting away from personalization and relying on, you know, apps and relying on, you know, videos they see online that who knows if it's real or not real. This is a great example where you guys are gathering professionals in the local marketplace, bringing them in based on merit. They're, they're successful. They have good records. They're, you know, reliable people um, with, with a good message. And then you're bringing in your customers just to listen. There's no pressure, obviously. It's more of an informational, educational, and then you can leave there with the confidence of knowing that you're getting the real information in real time. Well, and I think what we're going to do, too, is we're going we're gonna to put a, a spin on it like you're getting eventually ready to what's going to 
make you give you the best return. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's some things that you're not going to get. Maybe you might enjoy, but at least you know. Um, and if, whether or not you're going to sell in a year, or it's going to be four years, we can kind of set you up and, and do the right thing. But here's the other part I think that's important. I think you can watch YouTube videos and you can do all this stuff mm-hmm. and you can get all the information on the Internet. Hey, this is what you should do. But in a particular market, in a certain price uh, segment, you're going to get the little tips and uh, things that will make you the money, you know, mm-hmm. in this market, in this particular market. And I well, think that's going to be a g- real good part of and it. And beyond that, though, you specifically, that's what real estate agents will do, too, is that once you've decided that, you know, hey, I'm thinking about selling, that's what a real estate agent really is, you know, trained to do is to come in, help you maximize the items that, you know, will give you the best returns, fix them up, whatever you want to call it, and prepare you to sell. But then... They also are featuring those items when they market your property so that you're not just a commodity. That, that real estate agent is featuring the, you know, the view of the lake or the right side of the pond, you know, or whatever. You know what I mean? You're closer to the schools, the better school districts. Those are things that apps can't do. Those are the things that the online evaluators can't do as well. And so I think there'll always be a need for a real estate agent in this industry. And I think it's really cool that you guys are educating consumers the way you are. Just, I don't know. Yeah, once we go across the river, you get to come too. We up north. We don't educate yeah, nobody. But, you know, I was going to say, you know, on Denny's <laughs> question about social media and you know the presence yeah. of that. I think, you know, my theory is is we got to take ourselves away from the uh, the seller side. Yeah. You got to put yourself on the buyer side mm-hmm. when you're doing social media, and uh, you know, and it all starts with things like this. I mean, it's preparing your house. I mean, the the most important day of your listing is photo day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the day because, and here's the other misnomer, you know, everyone, oh, I do this and I do that and I do this. I'll tell you what, our MLS system, you know, is syndicates everywhere. I mean, it syndicates everywhere and it gets out to everyone, but what's getting out to them is what's important. And if you don't position it correctly, you know, to these people, and now our MLS, how many photos do we get? As many as we want. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. We just did a, uh, that listing I was telling you about over a million. We had 74 photos on that thing. You can capture everything at that time, but it's it's what goes with that photo. Sure. You know, and what are you trying to portray? And if you don't know who that potential buyer is, you know, who are you focusing to? So just throwing it out on Facebook, is that's, that's not what you do. You know, you right. can, and that might, oh, I put it on Facebook, but... You know, where are we going for? How are we positioning? Who are we targeting? Who are we going after? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think those are some of the things we're going to talk about. And we're also going to get into, you know, obviously some of these things might cost some money. You know, if you have to have siding yep. or you have to do windows or, hey, we got to do a new roof, you know, that costs money. And I think we got a, a couple options. Um, there is some financing out there that contractors do, but through home equity lines or uh, cash out refinances and and maybe mm-hmm. a way in which to figure it out with the the right kind of mortgage. So let's just say that you're um, uh, thinking about moving within four to five years. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get you into a mortgage that we can get you the lowest rate on, you know, maybe an adjustable rate mortgage, which is, yep. I think that's a bad word because it's like it's fixed for a certain amount of time and then it adjusts after a certain amount of time. But sometimes, you know, you can look at those. Um, so, hey, if you do this, this, and this, you'll get 30000 more. Mm-hmm. If people look at it and say, well, I've got to spend 40000 to be able to get 70000 it's kind of like, hey, what if I finance 40000 and that to make an extra thirty grand is only going to cost me you know, $200 a month instead? And I think people look at that a little differently mm-hmm. when they're looking in the long term to sell. And it's never too early to start on that stuff. Amen. So, Tell you what, let's do this. Let's take a break and be right back. We have another half hour of the show to go, so don't go away. This is The Real Estate Show here on 830 WCCO. Stay with us.
And welcome back to this portion of the Real Estate Show this uh, Saturday morning. Nice to have you with us. If you're just joining us, Chris and Andy in studio, and, uh, and uh, guys, uh, for those maybe of joining us a little bit late, let's introduce uh, your special guest again. It's Kristen Solid Wings Financial. I think I really think mm-hmm. that uh, we should keep doing those Facebook lives so people can really see the real Andy. Because during breaks, you know, it's always entertaining. <laughs> it's, it's it is really good. But you keep the you keep the morale up here. That's really good. Well, thank you. Um, Kristen I might think. never come back, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, good. Good. Well, Kristen Saul is the real estate business development coordinator with Wings Financial. We mm-hmm. found out that Wings, to be a member, five bucks, and uh, you get to kind of be part of all these uh, fun uh, events and education and uh, a number of uh, wonderful programs as well. We're talking about curb appeal, and um, uh, well, we're going to start talking a little more kind of in depth and give some examples of what we're going to talk about at the seminar. But uh, you got to finance it. You know, and we're going into break. We're talking about there's different ways in which to be able to get money. Why don't you kind of dive into that and maybe do the the cash out refinance kind of? Sure. Well, I think you kind of hit on a a really important part is really what your time frame is. Um, If you're thinking you're going to be selling soon and you're going to be doing some of these home improvements or repairs um, right away and thinking of selling right away, then actually to pay for some of those, probably the best – product for that would be more of a home equity line of credit. And that's a great vehicle that can um, get you, get you some cash out um, to where you can do those improvements um, really with a minimal payment. Um, but if you're thinking that you're going to costs be- are low too correct. on HELOCs. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Very minimal costs. Then if it's something where your time frame is a little bit longer, like you said, maybe a year to three years, maybe even five years, um, I think probably a cash out refinance. If you're in a position where you have a lot of equity in your home, and depending on what interest rate you have right now on your first mortgage, a cash out refinance can actually benefit you in more than one way. Um, so you talked a little bit about an ARM product, and I'm not going to go into great detail, but a 5-1 ARM would be a great product for something like that. that so it's means, fixed for five years. Correct, yep. five years. And then the one behind it means that it's adjustable every year after that. But again, um, very, very low interest rates with that. But again, you can go ahead and pull out whatever equity that you need, and that can then be deposited into a checking or a savings. And that's money for you to utilize for all of your home repairs. And whether you spend it all or not, when you go to sell that home, that's just the money back in your pocket. So having a couple options there I think is nice. One is more of a short-term vehicle, and one could be utilized more on that long-term. Yeah, and Andy, there's a lot of things that are – really inexpensive where you don't probably even need to get a loan in which to be able to do it. Um, some of the things that we're going to talk about, but that we run into all the time. Mm-hmm. And I really think, um, you know, and, and we're the, the seminar is going to kind of take uh, the angle of when you first drive up to a house and then kind of follow it through the whole way. And uh, what a, one of the big things, I mean, that what do you do when you're driving and you're looking for the house? You're trying to find a number, right? Yes. Or you're looking at mailboxes with those mm-hmm. numbers. And when you have when there's a junky mailbox and the numbers are kind of falling off of it, what is your first impression of that place? No maintenance. Exactly. Or low maintenance. Yep. Exactly. If they can't even take care of the mailbox, mm-hmm. or even worse, if it's like a Packer mailbox, right? You know, that would be <laughs> <laughs> really bad. I've had that before. I've had clients that had that. So you've got to get rid of that. Or like yours, kind where you of, have the big mouth bass as the mailbox. Yeah, yeah, that one, no. Yeah, but I mean, having a having a clean mailbox and making sure the post yeah. is straight. Yeah. You know, it's it's. That's well, your first you're impression. you're setting a first impression. We've talked about this before. It's just like going on an interview, but, you know, you just don't get to reciprocate back. They, It's a one way. They look at things. They make decisions on that. 
the way they pull up, the way the house makes them feel. How did the neighborhood look? We, we've even been to the point of where you, you almost wish you could have the little kids playing out front for the big two-story, and they're out there playing kickball in the cul-de-sac, and then the family pulls up, and it's like it creates a vibe. And I'm telling you, the extra effort that you put into creating that vibe, everything from cleaning the windows to adding a few flowers in the flower beds to just, you know, like I would say, pretend you're having that, you know, dinner party for your favorite person, and you're inviting them over, and you want everything to be just right. The music, maybe you have a little waterfall going, maybe you have a... Whatever it is, you, you just want that to create that really cool vibe on your house. Uh, it's it's so important. And, and a lot of sellers, you know, when we get that detailed and we start talking mm-hmm. about the mailbox, they're kind of like, well, that's crazy. I mean, we, can't, we don't have to do that. And that list is maybe four pages long. Mm-hmm. But it's those little things. And especially if everything else is good, then they keep going back to that mailbox and saying, you know what? God, they must be hiding something. They just cleaned it up and they just staged it. And they've never had it this clean before. And I'm going to start really looking for it. Then all of a sudden they open that stove and they see the from the pizza last night, a little piece of cheese on there. And they found it. And now that house is like mice infested and, you know, cockroach. And they think the of the craziest house. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Realtor made but that pizza. might, that come, that all came from that mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all sure. Right, maybe, maybe a little. No, but I mean, what there. you're saying though is right. I mean, for the, for certain buyers that does start amplifying and then it's a snowball effect. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger to the point of where they think there's a problem when there's nothing. So calming their nerves, just spend the time to go through the checklist. I know you have checklists. I have checklists of things to do right before you have a showing things to do before you have an open house. And you, you want to just invest your time. A lot of it is time. It's elbow grease, right? And it's and if you don't have the, um, you know, you don't want to use your elbows, you can hire somebody else's elbows and uh, get that work done for you because it's it's critical. Yeah. And that's uh, making, your, making your house appear as big as you possibly can. That means that doesn't mean like you're clear cutting everything, but you're trimming up those trees. I mean, it makes such a difference. In this seminar, I've got a lot of before and, and after looks of people that put things on the market where we kind of went and listed them later and cleaned it up, it looks like a totally new house, hmm. you know, and just subtle little things. Sometimes it's shutters. Sometimes it's flower boxes. Sometimes it's a garage door. I mean, a garage door is a very big piece of the, the, the look of your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes flipping around that uh, garage door can can make a huge difference in, in a sale price uh, on that. So, um, yeah. So that's uh, kind of the stuff that we're going to concentrate on. And uh, I know you always talked about the uh, – don't, don't you, like, really edge your grass? Or is I'm, that a, your I'm a little bit of a weirdo, yeah. yeah. I've got the old uh, – I like to edge it and make it like a crew cut. I like yeah. to have it where you can see the concrete ends and the, the lawn starts. I have my gr- grass about as green as you legally can have it, <laughs> and I water the heck out of it. And mm-hmm. I, and, but that's my, my thing. And so somebody coming up is going to go, oh, my gosh, this guy's crazy. On the other hand, I love to look crazy. I think it looks awesome. So, yeah. well, and what's what's your impression of that person? Not not necessarily. I mean, your case crazy, but <laughs> in, what people are going to look at is, boy, does he ever take care of? Do they ever take care of that? The whole inside has been well taken. Well, care well think of. about this. So, I'm sitting there the other night with my family. We're literally doing the sit on the front porch, enjoy the uh, evening, and I'm sitting there, and it starts driving me crazy that our can lights that are up on the front porch we have white soffits. That the can lights have discolored a little bit. They're a little bit, you know, kind of yellowing. And all of a sudden, I got this wild hair, and I go get my ladder. I jump up there, and my daughter goes, she's Snapchatting me going, here's my crazy dad, and and laughing at me. But the thing is, is I, I, I wanted those to look right. So I go out in the garage. I start sanding them. I paint them. An hour and a half later, I've got all my can lights looking brand new again. And, and my wife goes, you know, that was a little weird when you started doing it. But she goes, that really looks nice. And sometimes it's those little things like a guy like I would notice that somebody else might not, but but anyway. it's but it's true when they discolor like that and you yellow, mm-hmm. 
rather than looking at that beautiful porch and how we're going to sit on it, they're going to be like, what's wrong with those cam sure. lights? Right, and they, they, oh, those subtle. must be old, and they must be no good anymore. And it's, there's nothing wrong. They just have a little deferred maintenance on them because they do get, when they're outside in those soffits, they will get, you know, that natural or extra UV, and they just bake them a little bit, and no big deal. You scrub them down, paint them up, and it looks great. Yeah, yeah we've seen that tons of times. You see it on speakers, mm-hmm. you know, a lot. And so those things are just important. I, I mean, even if it was a speaker out there that was discolored. It was. And, you know, yeah, but too. I would rather have that gone than have that discolored and the look of it because it just sends a... A well, but, message. you know, you look at, for an exa- quick example, and I know we're going to go to break here, but like that speaker, you know, if you have a Niles speaker that's a $300 speaker out there, and then all of a sudden you just throw it because it's discolored, and then there's a guy like me who's frugal. Um, I'm not cheap. I'm frugal. I have nice stuff, but I, I like to take care of it, and I actually go out there, and I did paint that, and those speakers I hand-painted, and then you use an air compressor, Denny, so that the the paint doesn't stick into the, the groove, and I painted the whole speaker, and they look like brand new now, too, so I saved 300 that's the other thing is, Andy, with go. this seminar, not that you're probably going to speak at it, but you're going to be able to blow everyone's speaker out. Well, I was going to, yeah. For them. I was going to say, I'll be there with my compressor. I'd like to be a handyman, actually. I'd be good at that. With your mustache and glasses. <laughs> and bring, Welcome to Andy's. Uh, and, bring you, and bring your lawn edger, too, while you're at it. All right. We have to take a break, guys. Right. So ha- hang on. Uh, we're going to have more show to come, more of the real estate show, in uh, just a moment or two here on 830-WCCO. Stay with us. And welcome back to this portion of the Real Estate Show here on 830-WCCO on this Saturday morning. If you're just joining us, uh, Chris and Andy in studio and uh, having a special guest. Uh, folks, we've got a few minutes to go here. Yeah, Kristen Saul with Wings Financial, a credit union. We appreciate you coming with, and uh, we're going to be doing a, a four-part series, uh, kind of helping out uh, home sellers uh, on their houses. We've got a seminar coming up. Uh, boy, it's already this week, July 26th. It's at 6 p.m. And it's at the. It's in our at our Apple Valley uh, branch location, um, right on Glacier Avenue, and it's right in our conference center from six o'clock until eight o'clock p.m. So, how can Andy sign up? Where does he have to go? <laughs> sure. To be able to attend. Um, very easy. Just go out to our website, um, wingsfinancial.com, and actually then just click on the real estate center, and under that, there's actually our uh, seminars that are listed. Click on that, and you can go ahead and register yourself. They just ask a few questions, and that puts you on our list. Um, and just so you know, we do feed you dinner and have dessert and beverages. Are you kidding me? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I think another now, thing. Do I have to be a member to sign up for the seminar? By no, the way? you do not. We actually okay. have a lot of people that come to our seminars that are not members. So they're just checking you guys out, too, Correct. which is kind of cool. And I get that. Yeah. I mean, if you, you know, what is this company? Who are they? And then you go into a seminar like this, I guarantee you they'll wow you or they wouldn't do it. So, I mean, you know. And earn, earn a client and a, a potential, uh, you know, help them out on the way. So it'd be great. Yeah, and I think, uh, too, I mean, we're kind of concentrating on the south half. Maybe, Andy, someday if you want to come and watch, you can do one on the north side. <laughs> yes, Dad. <laughs> I'll learn from you. Yeah. No, you know, the thing is, is this, is that we haven't done webinars or, uh, you know, in, in, in a, or seminars, excuse me, in a while. And a lot of it's because a lot of it's gone online. A lot of webinars are out there where you're clicking in and you're watching I'm excited to see real people. I love people. I mean, I like to meet people, shake their hands, hear about their actual individual stories, you know, and that's that's where I think the old seminars, even though it is it's it's, you know, something that we've done in the past that I, I think it's going to, you know, come back to life again because it's it's real people again, like I said, real advice with your situation, you can talk about your exact situation you're in with the professionals. Um, or just sit back and enjoy it, like you said, and enjoy the uh, Well, I was able to attend uh, as a as a home buyer in the corner. Uh, at one of the Wings financial things, and they had, I mean, there's like probably 60 people there, mm. buyers there, and the 
the they had a, an insurance person, which I thought was really interesting, you know, because that insurance person kind of told you the things you didn't know. And I think that's what we're trying to do is give people the information that's kind of the secret sauce and how to kind of, you know, get it. But there is there is other things, too. I, you know, I was always one of those guys when I, I've only moved 19 times. And of those 19 times, I would only do stuff to those houses that was going to make me money rather than enjoy it. And one of the things I've never had, never, is a three-season porch, which I always wanted one because uh-huh. I don't want the sun and I don't want the bugs. Right. And, I mean, it's kind of like sometimes you want something because you're going to enjoy it. But maybe we can kind of give you a, a way in which to be able to say, hey, maybe if you vaulted that three-season porch mm-hmm. and put a fireplace in it, that's going to give you more value sure. than just, you know, how you'd do it otherwise. So. Well, it explains why you never mowed your grass or shoveled the driveway. I have you. Because <laughs> so. it doesn't make you money, right? No, I'm just there's people that do that. No, I get and Good I get people. that, and I think that if you if you listen to what Chris is really saying there, it's just that there are decisions you can make that are more emotional. For example, you may take out an existing granite and replace it with the granite that you know is your favorite color. That's not going to make you money, guys and gals. That that's you're replacing a asset with the same asset, so you're you're basically costing yourself money based on emotion. Yeah, and, and versus taking formica and upgrading to a granite, or you know, or vice versa, whatever you know the hot trend is at the time, or to concrete yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but you might be able to do a backsplash with that old there granite. There you go. Right. Right. Or maybe paint those cabinets, which will give you a huge value, and we save the countertops on that part. Yeah, so, exactly. No, that's yeah. that's good advice, and I I think that those are some of those things that. You know, when you really take a look at each individual, you know, individual's um, situation, like you, you go into a kitchen and we've, there's a million different sizes of kitchens and the cabinet configurations and how the doors enter the kitchen. And then they say, should I replace my appliances? Well, in some kitchens, I don't think you have to, you know, you can utilize what's already there. And then there's other kitchens where you go, you know what, this is such a focal point in the kitchen. Yes, you should replace appliances where we know that the appliances aren't necessarily the best return on investment, but it's that eye candy. It's kind of like putting on the fingernail polish before the big date. You know what I mean? It's like back mm-hmm. in your day. Yeah. Um, and, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was. I wasn't looking at you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Not implying that you were finger. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, no, anyway. So kind of. But that's what I'm saying. It's like before the big day, and and having that, knowing that there's a um, just doing the things that you need to do. Yeah, and I think you know with this, there's obviously the interior stuff and. I think that's what this series is going to be. We're going to start with curb appeal. We're going to go inside the house. We're going to talk about different sorts of additions, mm. you know, that, that will make you money. So three-season porches, pools, add-ons, decks, you know, dormers, those kind of things. And then the last one is going to basically take them all together and then determine how we're going to position that house for the best way to get the most amount of money. Mm. So which is kind of fun because they all add up together, but they're all topics within themselves. Absolutely. Cool. So, Kristen, how do they get a hold of you? I know we're coming to the end here, but uh, if they want to be able to uh, maybe look at joining Wings or checking out your rates, uh, what's the best thing for them to do? Well, there's a multitude of different things that they can do. They can. Um, we have um, 17 branch locations throughout the Twin Cities area. So, again, we have branches in probably most areas where uh, most potential uh, customers are. Or they can visit our website, um, and all of our everything is listed there: um, car loans, boat loans, airplane loans, mortgages, HELOCs, what have you, savings and checking rates as well. Um, or, like I said, just coming into a branch, um, any of our branches, and you can always sit down with someone and learn all that they need to know about Wings Financial. I'll tell you where they want to go is that Apple Valley office. That is so cool. Right. You should see their <laughs> little employee i was gonna say i just remember i I drive by there every couple times a month and i'd said wow that's that's how i remembered the name you know because 
like I said, you know, in our big industry that's out there, you know, you're looking for partners and it is nice to have you guys in those local communities too. I think that makes right. a big difference for the listeners out there to be part of the community. And uh, we're real excited to have you in today to talk about this. So, so wingsfinancial.com is where they go to find everything that you want in there. Mr. Prasky. You go to Prasky.com, and then uh, what we can do, too, is we, we'll set you up on notifications of things that are selling in your neighborhood. Our nosy neighbor, for example, and I know Chris yeah. Rooney can do the same thing at chrisrooney.com. Um, the nosy neighbor has been a fun button for, we've got over 9,000 people in that system, Chris. I don't know if you knew that or not, that are yeah. every week getting our notifications of what's selling in their neighborhood and for what price. And, and Denny, we do that absolutely at no charge to anybody that's a listener of the show. Yeah. Yes, I'm part of that, too. I'd yeah. love to see that. All right, we have to run. Thank you, guys. Uh, We're going to be back again uh, next Saturday morning here on CCO with another edition of The Real Estate Show. Hope you join us then here on 830-WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.